Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also catch me Sunday nights live on my radio show in St. Louis, 97.1 FM Talk, 7 to 9 p.m. St. Louis time. And during the week, I do videos and things like that. You can find all of those at HeidiHarris.com. It's getting pretty scary out there. I was talking to a neighbor who said that three people on his street had major complications as a result of the shot. One of them had a stroke and died after the booster. One of them had another stroke, different neighbor, and another one had a major heart attack, and I'm not sure how well he's recovered from that. I have another neighbor who had a stroke, a small blood clot in the back of her brain in a place they can't operate on after getting the shot, I believe the second shot, maybe the booster. I think it was a booster. And now she's got myocarditis, and it's going to affect her ability to work. She can't work now. Probably never will be able to between that and the stroke and the effect it's had on the brain. My understanding of it is that she had some damage to the tissues around the blood clot that she got in her brain. And uh, without getting into specific things, the scary, well, there's so many scary aspects of this. First of all, those of us who were hesitant to take the shot because we didn't trust the mRNA being this brand new, I know the technology's been around, but it's never been successful. Those of us who were very suspicious of it, who didn't get it, are, are looking pretty good now. And, and listen, I'm not being self-righteous about it. I'm not saying, nah, 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 I told you so. I'm not being that person, and I hope you don't think I am. It doesn't give me any joy to hear about people who've been hurt by this vaccine. The carnage is everywhere. And if you don't believe me, just Google uh, died suddenly or check some other web-based service, whatever the you know service you use, uh, the internet browser you use. Just check it. S suddenly died, died suddenly, sudden heart attacks, whatever. All over the place. 20-year-old athletes dropping dead. I mean, it it's astounding. All over the place. And I'm not surprised that it happened. Now, how was I to know what was in this vaccine? I, I don't really know what's in the vaccine. A lot of people don't know what's in the vaccine. Do I believe that it was intentionally put into people to limit the population? I'm starting to think that more and more. A lot of people believe that from the beginning. So we're certainly seeing that. People having trouble with pregnancies, people having trouble even getting pregnant, sperm counts lowered. I mean, the results are all over the place. You can look into it for yourself. I'm not a doctor. I've never ever told anybody not to get a shot. I'm not qualified to do that. I would never do that. But you ought to be very concerned about the fact, and these are the reasons that I outlined in a previous podcast, my five top reasons for not getting the vaccine. The idea that you, you know, we're not even given all the information. I mean, I watched an ad the other day for some medication and they had a laundry list of potential side effects. You don't see that with the COVID shot, do you? You've never seen it. Could cause heart attacks, could cause stroke, could cause myocarditis, could cause infertility, could cause this, could cause, nobody's talking about that. Now, more and more people who have been injured are talking about that, and the people around them have been talking about that. But when I've got four people in a two-block radius, this is just the number of people I know about, just the four I've heard about, literally within two blocks. That can't be 50 houses. And I'm sure it's far more than that. Nobody wants to talk about it. As far as the, you know, big pharma or mainstream media, they, they're starting to talk more on Twitter and things like that. It was even trending on Twitter this last week, vaccine injuries, which I was kind of surprised about because Twitter tries to keep this stuff quiet. I have predicted, and I do think it's true, that if Donald Trump were to run for office again, which honestly, I don't think he will. I know a lot of people think he's going to, and maybe he thinks he's going to. I think by the fall uh, or by next year when he'd have to start, I don't think he's going to. I could be wrong. 
But I think if he does run for office, that's when we're going to start seeing vaccine injuries all over the place. They're going to start talking about President Trump and how he got this thing jammed through in record time. And that's why everybody's hurt. I guarantee you, then all of a sudden, that will be the narrative. Now, obviously, when people are hurt, and I know some folks, I'm trying to be very cryptic in the descriptions I give. One woman I know can never work again, okay? Her husband is not vaxxed. She is. She can never work again. So now not only is that going to affect their income, but that's going to affect his ability to have to work on his own or, you know, be able to leave her. I don't know how much care she needs constantly, but it's getting worse by the day. How many people are in that situation in America where one spouse got the shot or one spouse has been affected more adversely by the shot? Now, listen, I think everybody who's gotten the shot, everybody is going to have some kind of adverse consequences. I hate to say that, but I think everybody will because there's nothing but garbage in the shot. It's causing all kinds of problems. We don't even know what those ramifications are going to be yet. I do believe everybody will be adversely affected. But how about the people who didn't get it? you got a family member who didn't get it. Now they're taking care of you. Now you're hurting their finances for the rest of their lives because they're going to have to take care of you. They're, you're going to be dependent on them. I mean, that to me is crazy. And I know people who got it and said, well, I was the breadwinner, so I got it. Or I, you know, I got it because I, you know, I felt like I had to because, you know, I was in the military 19 years and I was going to lose everything. Yeah, but what if you lose your life? What if you're debilitated the rest of your life? And I know many people a year ago didn't think that was the case. Oh, come on. It's just a shot. And I've talked to people in the military who have said, I've had every other shot known to mankind, anthrax, this, that, and the other shots for all these things to prevent problems. So what's one more shot? Okay, I get it. That's a gamble. That's a risk you took. And so now if you're screwed up for the rest of your life, and that's going to be the, the biggest issue for your family, not only for your family, for society. I know a person who never needed a cardiologist. Now she does. How many people out there are like that in America? where they need a cardiologist or they need a hematologist. I have another friend who's got a blood clot not related to COVID. Cannot get in to see a hematologist because there aren't that many. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, it's going to take like months before you can get into a hematologist and travel and be able to do the normal things he did because if you've got a blood clot in your leg, you can't fly and they don't want you to drive long term. So you're potentially unable to travel. Can you imagine that? You're unable to get in your car, in my case, and drive to California for four, you know, four hours away or drive somewhere else. You can't do it. It's crazy. And where are the doctors going to come from? We're already losing doctors. It's already much harder than it used to be to get an appointment with a doctor. It's one thing to get an appointment with a, you know, a nurse practitioner or somebody who's your primary care or whatever. But you're trying to get into a specialist, cardiologist, hematologist, uh, I don't know, any other ologist. All of a sudden you can't. This is going to be devastating to the healthcare system. I don't believe everybody's going to die right away. I think they will ultimately. But I think that in the meantime, people are going to be needing doctors and specialists in record numbers who are going to be unable to help them. And they're going to have test after test after test because a lot of these doctors will not admit that the shot has caused their clients problems. They won't admit it. They'll tell their patients, oh, it's got to be this, it's that, it's this, it's that. It's not the vaccine because they've got to hold the company line because most doctors are employed by large medical companies. It's not like it used to be. You know, Marcus Welby, all these doctors who worked out of their houses, that's out the door anymore. They don't do that. They work for big companies and they have to do what the company tells them to do. Order the test the company tells them to order. 
you know, push the drugs the company wants them to push. That's how it's supposed to be. There's very little independent thinking. So that's another problem, too. So you've got these doctors who can't admit it was the shot. And even if they know, as in the case of one of my friends who's gotten the, the stroke and then she had, uh, you know, myocarditis now and is pretty much unable to work, basically, you know, she's disabled at this point. You know, even if you know what she believes, that the shot did it, what, what, what good does that do you? It does you no good because you still have a problem. And because this is new, we don't even know how to fight it. Doctors don't know what to do for you. Okay, you've got a blood clot. Let's do this. Let's give you blood thinners. Let's give you uh, pills for your heart. Let's give you this. Let's give you that. Doctors don't know what to do because this is a whole new world we're dealing with now. So it's terrifying um, for my friends. And many of my friends are vaxxed, and it's just terrifying to me. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I think a lot of us are. And uh, like I said, I'm not in any way saying, nah, 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 I told you so. I did tell you so, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be arrogant about it and say that, you know, I'm better than anybody else because I saw this as a major problem. And I've also heard people say, well, I'll never get the shot, uh, the vaccine, the booster, never get the booster. Really? You won't get the booster? What if they try to make it mandatory? What if they tell you you can't fly without the booster? What if they tell you you can't get on a cruise ship without the booster? Or you can't work without the booster? It's so easy for people to be arrogant about it. Now that I know what I wish I'd known then, they're so arrogant about it. But yet there was something the government was holding over their head. Well, I was going to lose my retirement or I was going to lose this or I was going to lose that. You made a deal with the devil. You decided it was worth it. You didn't think it was dangerous. So now that you know, that doesn't mean they're not going to continue to force this on you by trying to up the ante, so to speak, and make the carrot bigger. Well, you can do this if you get the shot. You can do that if you get the shot. I'm hoping enough people have been awakened now to the dangers of this that they can't pull the stuff again, but I don't know. Now they're going to try to pull this stuff on kids. And don't think they're not going to try to force kids to do it before they go to school. They already force kids to get a lot of vaccines. Now, listen, I had plenty of vaccines over the course of my life as a child. And they were, you know, ones that were studied for years and years. And I've been healthy, so I'm grateful for that. But the truth is, there's nothing to say that they can't force this on kids. Even though there's data out there that talks about how completely ridiculous it is. And the other thing I don't understand is... I hate to pick on people who've had the shot because I know they're worried sick right now. But can I just be honest here? 99% of the people who got COVID survived it. The only ones who died were people with were older or people with some kind of multiple health conditions, some kind of pre-comorbidities, as they say, pre-existing health conditions. 99% of people survived it. The black, uh, not the black, I was going to say the black plague. No, it's different. The plague's different. That killed 30 to 40% of the people. No, like the Spanish flu killed far more people than this one did. So did you not even do the slightest bit of research on whether or not you had a likelihood of dying from this? See, there were people who got it who didn't have to get the shot. And I realized nobody had to. You made a choice. You wanted this job or whatever. Okay. But as far as people who really, you know, did not, was not, were not forced, being coerced by anybody, they chose to get the shot. Why? Because you were going to be sick for a week? And have the flu for a week? I mean, have we gotten that soft that you're terrified you're going to get the flu for a week just because the media made it sound like it was death if you got it? People didn't look into it. And now look where they are. So it breaks my heart. And like I said, I'm not being self-righteous about it or arrogant about it or anything else. I feel bad for people. Some of the people closest to me in the world have had this shot or two or three or four shots. And uh, it's heartbreaking. 
It really is. I don't know what it's going to mean for humanity. I don't know what it's going to mean for the healthcare system in the United States. I mean, if you can't get to a cardiologist now, I just went and had a cardiac workup just because I was a certain age and I thought, might as well go ahead and do it. I got a cardiac workup, great cardiologist, and, and luckily I'm good. And I thought I was having some issues. Turns out I wasn't. But imagine what it's going to be like in six months or a year when everybody needs a cardiologist. And you, as a normal person who has not chosen to get the shot, you can't get into a cardiologist for six months because somebody who chose to get a shot they didn't need is in the, there in line ahead of you. Now, that's wrong. That is really wrong. And it's going to cost all of us far more than we can even imagine. That's the thing that's so distressing to me. Uh, hopefully people have learned and hopefully they're not going to be able to pull the wool over our eyes again. But I still, still see people wearing masks. I still see them out there walking around looking like dorks, probably waiting for their next booster. So they're still, I don't know how large the contingent is, but there is a contingent of people who will get this and believe anything mainstream media or, you know, whatever, or their corporate doctor or anybody else tells them. They'll just believe one side. They'll never even look for any other points of view. And as long as those people are out there, they'll at least be able to sell multiple shots to them until they wind up dead, too. So it's, it's depressing, but it is the truth right now. Uh, I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me Sunday nights live, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. I'm on 7 to 9 p.m. St. Louis time. And during the week, you can catch me doing videos at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, please think for yourself. I'm begging you. And don't forget, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.